Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Uh, because it is tax day. Uh, as if that's not bad enough already, here's an extra kick in the groin. It is very likely you will receive a robocall today because today is also the top day for robocalls for the year. Uh, The study looked at more than 1 billion phone calls from last year, and they found that for whatever reason, tax day had the most scam robocalls. 43% of Americans got at least one on this day last year, which is an insanely high number, even as far as robocalls go. Scammers like today because, well, everyone's on edge anyway and not sure if they did their taxes perfectly, so we're slightly more susceptible to someone posing as the IRS asking for more information or more money yeah. or more personal information. We're kind of at a vulnerable spot on a day like today. Yeah, that's how I got. They called me one time, not on tax day, but it was one of those situations where it's like, you didn't pay enough and blah, blah, blah. And I believed it. Right. Yeah. They're very convincing. And the study also found that April is the worst month for robocalls in general. However, the IRS has made it clear time and time and time again that they do not. They don't call you mm-hmm. right. and uh, ask you to send them money ever. They have other ways. That's right. <laughs> Certified mail. <laughs> uh, let's see. As far as like surveys and studies go, they look at all kinds of weird, silly things. And if you're constantly worried that there might be something in your teeth, you're not alone. Turns out our teeth are the number one thing about our looks that we're self-conscious, self-conscious about? about. Yeah. Really? Yes. More than weight? Uh, yeah, more than weight. <laughs> weight would be number one for me. No, weight was actually number three for most people. Uh, 67% of us regularly worry about how our teeth look, so I assume that would also include having crooked teeth or teeth that aren't white enough. Mm-hmm. Um, our hair comes in second, and then our weight, followed by our skin and our clothing, but, uh... They, another survey also found that our teeth are the number one thing about our appearance that can embarrass us. And then uh, that same list had weight as number two, or that other list had weight as number two, and then the hair. So multiple lists with teeth at the top. All right. And then there's the issue of the beard. Now, consider this for a moment. Dogs lick garbage, dirt, and each other's And their own. Buttholes. Yes. Including their own, yes. (laughs) And yet, they're still more hygienic than some hipsters out there. According to this study out of Switzerland, believe it or not, men's beards are more likely to be filled with germs and bacteria than dog fur. 
Mm. I mean, what is the proper way? If you have one of those longer beards, do you just wash it in the shower like you would the hair on the top of your head? Yeah. Do you use shampoo on that and then do you condition it as well? And then do you put some leave-in conditioner in there and, and comb through it? And then do you add a little mousse or gel of some sort? I think people use that sculpting you know, like it's there's a sculpt, a specific yeah, like sculpting palm, gel, palm, pomade, pomade, or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you can like put that in your hair and you can use that to Just kind of wash yourself. Yeah, I would hope at the very least, you know, they're shampooing it as regularly as they as they would their own hair, hair on the top of their head. But who knows? Uh, the researchers sampled men's beers and some dogs' fur. They found that one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the men had high microbial counts of their in their facial hair versus about three quarters of the dogs, and almost half the men had bacteria in their beards that were high enough that it could make you sick. Oh no! Mm. That's because they're always touching it. Yeah. So uh, mm. I'm not saving. Sh- I'm not saying shave it off, but you know, just consider that sanitize it when you're uh, <laughs> wet wipes. Right. Something. <laughs> When you're maintaining it. They make like wet wipes for dogs because I have some for Merle that are just like wet ones. They come in the little plastic bin, but they're dog wipes. And that's you're supposed to take it. And they're scented. Cherry, cherry scented. Wipe him down with that. Mm. Like the blood or just all of it? Anywhere I want. Yeah. Well, if only every medical cure was this easy. According to this new study out of South Korea, the key to slowing down your hearing loss as you get older is more chocolate. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, there we go. The researchers studied more than 3,500 men and women and they found... That the people who regularly ate chocolate saw a 27% decrease in their hearing as they got older versus a 36% decrease for people who didn't eat chocolate. Uh, It's not a huge difference, but it's significant enough to justify your love of chocolate. Mm -hmm. Uh, They believe it's because the antioxidants in chocolate, especially dark chocolate, help you protect against hearing loss. So... Cool. Load yeah. up. Good to know. That's down on good to know. Especially since Easter is coming this weekend and we'll have all kinds of candy. Yeah. Doing it for the ears. <laughs> We're also hearing that ice cream has evolved to the point where some glorious day in the not too distant future, we may be able to get away with eating it for every meal. There is an international ice cream chain called Amarino that just started serving a gelato burger at two of its locations in New York. It's got two scoops of gelato and a topping like Nutella, Ooh. all on a chocolate-flavored hamburger bun. Mm. I got to pull this up. That would be all right. You know, you would think so, but so far, Amarino admitted that it's not super popular right now, mostly because people are confused about 
whether there's also meat involved, and there is not. But that seems to be the source of the confusion. Wow, that does look good. It kind of looks like it's got guacamole on it, but I'm assuming that's probably like a pistachio ice cream or something. Right. Uh, I had something that was good this morning. I brought in sandwiches for everybody from Dunkin'. They have this, and it's only for a limited time, but you know that that bacon sriracha sandwich they have on the menu? Mm -hmm. Well, for a limited time, they've got it where uh, you can add avocado to it. And... It's good. We tried it today for the first time, and what I like about it is it kind of cuts through that heat. If you don't like foods that are too spicy, and I'm not saying it's too spicy, but if you're a wimp like me and you don't. Well, when you hear the word sriracha, I think sometimes people immediately are like, oh, I can't eat that. Yeah, no, and it's not. I mean, it's really good. I like it on its own with or without the avocado, but... Uh, but I said, you know, how's it, sell- how's it selling to the manager at the Dunkin' that I go to every morning? And she says, yeah, you know, it's it's doing all right. Um, I think it would probably do better if it was on the order app, which mm-hmm. it isn't because I guess it's a temporary product. And uh, that would be like a you know whole different thing to get that going. But anyway, if you go in or you go through the drive through you should try it. I think it's pretty good. I like it. We were driving. I put it on the permanent menu. Driving down. I think it's called New Haven Road over the weekend, which is like, is that considered, I guess, West Harrison, Harrison? I don't know. It's like the New Haven exit. Yeah. And they have a giant freestanding Dunkin' Donuts that I guess is new to the area. And I have never seen a Dunkin' Donuts this big in my life. Like, even Scott was like, my boyfriend was like, that is the biggest Dunkin' Donuts I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm like, I know. And it's right here. It's not too far from our house. It's like the Dunkin' Donuts of America. You need to go check it out. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) I'm going to make a special trip. Uh, Let's see. 727, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We should probably take a break here. But coming up, four ways you may have... Committed tax fraud. Oh, boy. And, I don't know, maybe you didn't even know you did it. Well, this is a new style of union busting. The workers at the Claymont School District in eastern Ohio have been on strike for the past few weeks. And many of them have been lining up outside of an elementary school in Uricksville, Ohio, and getting honks from drivers who support them. But evidently, that's been a real issue for a 29-year-old man named Bo Cousins and his 25-year-old girlfriend, Rachel Sherrick. They live right across the street from the school, and I guess all the noise is really getting to them. So last week, they baked a bunch of cookies to give to the workers, and they spiked the cookies with laxatives. You don't, that's not very nice. No, that's not good. It's, it's spike anything. Under any circumstance, it's not good. But uh, the good news for cops is that Bo had posted on Facebook about the plan. And there he is on Facebook admitting it right there. humble, and we're going to give them laxative cookies. Five milligrams each. And it's a gentle laxative. So it's going to gently, 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 work, its gently <laughs> work its way through your system. Oh, by the way, we sent them them cookies. Someone who was on strike realized the cookies were laced, so none of the striking workers ate the cookies. They just turned them over to cops. Uh, Bo and Rachel were both arrested, and now they're both facing felony contamination charges. I bet they are. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. A guy in Memphis, Tennessee went to one of those off-the-grid adult clubs on Tuesday night, which is so off-the-grid that it doesn't even have a name. 
And while he was there, he got into an argument with a 44-year-old guy wearing an eye patch named Gregory Graham. Well, they fought, and Gregory wound up whacking the guy over the head 10 times with a bottle of vodka. The guy ended up with cuts on his head, and Gregory was charged with aggravated assault. So cops are still investigating that, bringing an awful lot of attention to the -the off-the-grid club that nobody wanted anyone to know about. And remember this, the next time you feel like you got too much on your plate, Gary and Lisa Fulbright, they live in Derby, Kansas, just outside Wichita. They have 10 kids. Can you imagine having 10 kids? No. No. I can't imagine having two. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, I don't know how parents do it. Sounds like a lot until you find out they just adopted seven more. Wow. So, yeah, that is 17 children total. And... These aren't older kids. I mean, these seven kids they adopted, they range in age from three up to 12, and they're all siblings. How cool. Yeah, their real dad took off, and their mom lost custody for neglect, so it sounds like they're all pretty excited to be with Gary and Lisa now. The two of them originally became foster parents to three of the seven kids about two years ago, and then they slowly got custody of the other four as well. They eventually decided to adopt all seven so they wouldn't be split up. And the timing couldn't have been better because the adoption just happened to go through last Wednesday on National Sibling Day. So how appropriate is that? That's a great story. It's also a huge relief to get your taxes done, isn't it? Yeah, it took me forever. Just because I I just kept procrastinating going through all of my receipts. And I just, I had too many, too many. You know, there is this crazy idea that, like, as I go through the year, like, maybe once a month I take them all and I kind of sort them. Mm-hmm. But why would I want to do something like that? I right? know. That would just make it too easy. Why would I want? Right? Let's wait till the very last minute. Absolutely. And then feel the pressure and the stress of it all. That's living right and, there. And have, you know, literally hundreds upon hundreds of receipts. Sure. To get, that's way more fun. Well, and then when you finally do get it done, you still got to worry about being audited. <laughs> what is the percentage of people that get audited? Do you guys know or have you ever known anyone that has gotten audited? I, I do. do. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do. you do. And it's usually after, it's it's usually if there's been like a big change or if they've, you know, gone from like paying for years and then suddenly they get a big refund or there are some weird deductions that they don't normally file. There's just some kind of red flag. Mm-hmm. I pulled it up and it said 0.6% of people get audited. Yeah. That's, so that's a smaller low, right? percentage. And does it say there like if they normally go for big dogs or do they go for average Joes? Or they I go just, for people that make a certain amount of, report a certain amount of income? Yeah, it doesn't really say, but I guess it's like they have to just randomly select people. But I definitely mm. think there are things that get you flagged. Yeah, and there are ways that you may have accidentally committed tax fraud. Yeah, committing tax fraud, and maybe you didn't even know it. Like, honestly forgetting to report all of your income. You know, sometimes money from side gigs gets overlooked. Companies don't have to issue a 1099 unless they paid you more than $600 last year. But you're still supposed to report all income, which also includes money from investments, rental properties, and gambling. So keep that in mind. Also, stretching the truth on your business expenses. 
uh, like deducting the entire cost of your car or your phone, even though you also use them when you're not working. <laughs> the entire cost of your car. I just can't even imagine. Are we talking a gas and mileage or the car itself? Can you write off the car itself? No, but you might be able to write off a percentage of the mileage depending on what you do. But in cases like that, you're only supposed to deduct a percentage. Otherwise, it's tax fraud. How does it work? Like if uh, so, like the the last two years, I've hired a guy because with the more side projects I have, the more paperwork there is, mm. the more schedule C's mm. and D's and S's, and mm. so I got a guy named Bill. Yeah. So here's my question: If Bill messes up, yeah. Am I in trouble? You're still responsible, but assuming like Bill's an honest, straight-up guy. And, and he is. And he's able to realize his mistake, you know, and Bill's willing to sit down with the IRS and you and work and figure all this out. But ultimately, out. yeah, you are still responsible. Okay. Um, if you've inflated the value of your deductions, like medical expenses or... Work-related education expenses. It only applies if you itemize, though. And fewer and fewer people itemized this year after the new Trump tax plan. And more people took the standard deduction this year because of that new tax code. So that might not be an issue for you. And if you overvalued your non-cash donations, like that one box of junk you gave to Goodwill, and then you claimed, uh, that's worth $500. <laughs> well, if you lied, it's Tax fraud. Hard for the government to prove. But Tim brought up a really good point in the video this morning about using that little checklist that they have yeah, that Goodwill. Yeah, you get the little sheet and then you, you can ha- download it on their website. Yep, And it's like, OK, every shirt is valued between like one and four dollars and right. uh, appliances are this much and books are this much. And I, I always start with good intention that I'm like, all right, I had a box of shirts, so that's like 10 shirts, and I had a, an end table, and then uh, I did this, and I don't know what was in that bag. Screw it. Just 250 bucks. <laughs> there you go. So That's your story. Oh you're sticking God. to it. I just can't even imagine if I had to go and itemize everything that was left over from the sale that we're donating for yeah. the love of Pete. Take me two days. Hmm. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.